Hello and welcome to week 15 of NFL Game Picks. We got Chris Wright, we got Joey Gross, and myself, Austin Ramos. Yeah. Week 14 was abysmal, boys. I, I don't know about <laughs> you guys, but if you thought you knew football in week 14 of the 2022 NFL season, you absolutely did not because a lot of upsets, a lot of things just didn't go as expected. And our uh, individual records from last week show it. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> A lot of under 500s this week, a lot of pretty bad picks, and a lot of upsets. So, I don't know. Should we get to the leaderboard then? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha, let's guys. do it. I'll kick you guys off. All right, we got Steve on top, as usual, uh, overall in the season, 134 and 74 losses, uh, 7 and 6 last week. So, uh, not the best, but uh, considering everything that happened last week, one of the top performers, but I wouldn't say the best we'll get down to that in a sec uh myself i went six and seven same thing for eddie and matt um i'm at 128.80 uh eddie's at 126.82 same thing for matt uh do, chris who we got for mark mark had the best week he yeah. went nine and four mm -hmm. so shout out mark uh he's at 119.89 followed up by dj he went eight and five so did i DJ's got one game up on me. He's at 118 and 90. I'm at 117.91. And then. And then you got one game up on me, and I'm riding at dead last at 116 <laughs> and 92. Um, feel like I've been picking with my heart and not my head Same. recently. So. Yep. Kind of got to cut that out. So let's see what happens. We'll see. We'll see. At this point, I'm already rocking dead last. Let's just let's just go with the teams that we love. Like you know, like let's just show love. <laughs> no, I feel that. I feel that. Uh, since both of you guys were on by, I guess it's only yes. right that I have this re some Dolphins weekend. We'll Take the floor. Abysmal. Manuel Acho, no more. You get off the train, brother. You. Uh, he's dismissed. Mm. Uh, two anonymous uh, dismissed him too. So. Uh, it is what it is. Now, the Dolphins just had an abysmal performance offensively. Uh, you can say pretty much the same thing for a defense, but it was more on the offense. Just, I'm not sure if it was bad play calling, execution, or just overall play. It just, it just wasn't there. Uh, injuries might have you know, been a, a slight factor, but you can't blame injuries at this point in the season. You are where you are. Mm -hmm. If you can't back up your play, then it is what it is. So, uh, big week. This week for the Dolphins, uh, we'll get to that once we get there. But yeah, just yeah. just tough loss, especially to the Chargers, a team that has been pinned very side by side, especially since uh, Tua and Justin Herbert uh, picked back to back in their draft class. So it is what it is. Uh, with that being said, though, I'm gonna get us into the first game, the Thursday night game, and that game is an NFC West game. It's a pretty interesting one. Huge. We got the San Francisco 49ers versus the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, San Fran is favored minus three on the spread, minus 190 on the money line, over under set at 43 and a half. As much as I want to go crazy and say, like, oh, uh, San Fran got this, no problem. Debo went down last week. Uh, I mean, Brock Purdy, he played pretty well, but I think Seattle has a more sound defense than the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, so it should oppose a, a little bit more of a problem, but I think he can handle it. Uh, but who knows with the Seattle team? Is uh is Ken Walker still out or no? Kenneth know? Walker, I saw, is expected to play. Nice. Okay, that's big. That's huge. 
We really need the San Francisco 49ers to get a win here. A lot of, lot of stuff needs to fall in our we way. We the Green Bay Packers. We as in the Green Bay Packers. Um, yeah, I don't know. This is a tall task, especially with Brock Purdy being questionable. Um, I said it last week that the Brock Purdy thing has to end, but 35 <laughs> to whatever against uh, Tampa Bay and Tom Brady. 35-7. Yeah, I didn't want to say nothing because I knew they scored a <laughs> yeah, they BS scored, touchdown yeah, late there touchdown. in the game, but... Yeah, I don't know. I, I, it's hard not to just say that San Francisco, like you said, San Francisco is going to go in there and take care of business. It's in Seattle, huge factor. Uh, I don't know if he's played in an environment like that yet. Brock Purdy, speaking of, so we'll see what happens. Need the 49ers? Going to go with the 49ers. Let's nice. let's let's get it done. Don't usually root for them often, but got to. I think I'm gonna go with the home team. Okay, twelves. I think I'm going to go with the Seahawks. I think Purdy is banged up from what I heard. I know San Fran is so favored even though they're on the road, but I'm going to go with the home team with the Seahawks. 12th man might, you know, have have a pretty good impact before the holiday season. And um, I think Seahawks went home. Yeah, this, tough, this decision's really tough. Like... I agree with like what you just said, like 12th man, you know, big home game for the four, uh, Seahawks because they're still fighting for a playoff spot. They're, if I'm not mistaken, currently in the wild card. They're eighth seed. Okay, right there, right out. And then no, wait a minute. I think wait. Uh, I don't want to. I don't want to say anything for certain. Yeah, but they like, either might be the seventh, or they're not in it. Okay. And the Giants are in it. They're a bubble team with them. Okay. In Detroit. And any, anyways, at this point, this is a big divisional matchup. This could. Mm-hmm. Ultimately, decide the division. If you can get a win here, and then you know something happens to San Fran, you kind of go to course and win out for Seattle. That's big for Seattle. But at the end of the day, I'm going with the 49ers. I just think they're the better team. The quarterback situation is a little bit confusing. If Purdy's not playing, then who knows who's playing? Mm-hmm. Uh, but it very well uh, could be him starting. But uh, it's very tough there. I'm not too sure. Uh, what do we got for the next game? I'll do it. You got it? Yeah. We got, got the first game of the 1 o'clock slate on Saturday. Saturday, Saturday football this week, by the way. Nice. Got three games on Saturday. They should all be pretty decent. Um, this game might be the latter. Um, Indianapolis is traveling to Minnesota to play the Vikings at 10-3. and 10-3 and three Vikings, I should say. And um, I think it's a pretty easy game to pick here, Minnesota. Um, coming off a really, really, really upsetting loss where they could have won the division against Detroit, um, you know, I think they're going to go in there at home, take care of business against Jeff Saturday and the Colts. I think this is an easy game to pick. Dude, you think Saturday is going to lose on a Saturday? Hey, Saturdays are for the boys, but I don't know if, <laughs> if Jeff Saturday is going to win on I don't Saturday. think this Saturday will be for the Colts, unfortunately. Oh. I'm going with the Minnesota Vikings. They just look too good. Uh, you know, tough loss to the Detroit Lions last week, but that is one tough team that's coming to a hole in terms of the Detroit Lions. Uh, and, you know, all the good teams are going to get got at some point throughout the season. So, yeah. I mean, having your, what, second or third loss? I think third. it's third loss, it's right? Third. Yeah, they, third they loss. Lost, they lost to the Jets. Okay, yeah, yeah. third loss. No, the Vikings are going to They almost Super lost to the yeah. Jets. They almost lost to the Bills. Yeah, they almost lost to a lot of teams. Yeah. But that's the main factor in whether or not yeah. – People can either say you're a good team or a bad team is yeah. if you win those close games. That's true. And that's something that the Vikings weren't able to do yeah. in the previous series. With, they couldn't beat the Birds with, either. Yeah. The, the Birds, I know for sure, is like a big loss that they had. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, 10-3 and three right now, not that bad. Facing a, a down and 
out uh, Indianapolis Colts team. Chris, who you got? Yeah, I'm probably just going to have to agree. I'm going to ride with Minnesota as well. You know, one of the best teams in the league right now. Going yeah. against a pretty bad Colts team, so pretty easy pick. How about two mediocre teams? Right now? <laughs> Baltimore <laughs> yeah. and Cleveland? Yeah. Baltimore next... going to Cleveland at 4.30 on Saturday, the second game on Saturday. Mm. It's tough. I was gonna. I was honestly going to ask you guys what you thought to be real because Lamar's probably mm-hmm. not going to play. And do you think, like, Watson is going to come here's, into here's the zone here a little here's, bit? Here's the deal. Here's the deal. What's the deal? Tell me what, what the deal is. I don't know if Deshaun Watson will have any type of good game for the rest of the year. I feel like he needs to go through camp and, like, literally know the playbook and get some chemistry with his people. Not saying that he doesn't – it's not easy for him to walk in and immediately pick it up like we saw Baker Mayfield do yeah, last say. week. But <laughs> – I don't know. I just feel like rhythm and chemistry takes time, and especially when he's been completely like shunned out of the building. You know, I mean, and, and it's it's all supposedly correct. You know what I'm saying? Like this, this should be the scrutiny is there. You know, and it should be there. And I don't know if his players, you know, feel some sort of different way about him or whatnot. But I feel like they need to gain some chemistry. I don't like what I've seen from him uh, in the Browns the last couple of weeks. And I don't know if Tyler Huntley's going to go or not, but he did a great job for them last year. And um, I believe they did sign a former Green Bay Packer, former Green Bay Packer quarterback, Brett Huntley. Okay. Brett Huntley is in the building in Baltimore. He's outside the bank. What up, Brett? Brett. Oh, Ty- yeah, I'm Brett Huntley. Tyler. They got Tyler Huntley, yeah. and they got <laughs> like, Brett Huntley. Wait, what? <laughs> Brett Huntley's waiting for his opportunity. God, man, I don't know how to feel about you anymore. A lot of other crap uh, to go along with it. But I think I'm going to go with Baltimore just simply because that defense is ferocious. Like I said, no chemistry to really go along in Cleveland. And they've completely abandoned the run with Nick Chubb. Like, it's it's pretty it's pretty sad. I mean, he, he's if you look at his fantasy numbers over the past couple of weeks, it's been pretty garbage. So I mean, they need to turn that around. But I got Baltimore winning this game. Yeah, his last big game was against uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I don't think he's had a good game in like four weeks. Dude. I, it probably was like that. Like yeah, that Tampa Bay game. Tampa, yep, yeah. for sure, where they blessed us yeah, with like, a late score. Yeah, he literally uh, he was he was the main uh, focal point of offense mm-hmm. here for the most part. Uh, I agree a little bit with the whole Deshaun Watson thing. I think I just think it's hard, especially like I saw some video of him at like practice throwing to the guys and they missing they, him. Yeah, they, missing they, they didn't even bring in the balls. Like, like it's I don't he, know what's going. on. He hasn't there. played NFL football in two years. That too. Like yeah, it's a, he needs to. Like preseason wasn't enough for him. No, and He's you can't replicate like that anywhere money, else. Bro. Well, the, he needs to get back into rhythm, and it's he's not there yet. Yeah, and, and maybe this is the game. I don't know. It could very well be, but like Great you're, defense. On, you're on a losing team. You're, you're five and eight. I don't like. There's not much to fight for except for you know building up this chemistry like you're alluding to. Right. Uh, the whole quarterback situation is why I said two mediocre teams because Baltimore with Lamar Jackson, superb team. Without him, you can probably put him at mediocre. Cheeks, yeah. Yeah. With uh, sorry, Steve, but all right. It's been two weeks for <laughs> yeah. Nick Chubb, so okay. it's it's. It, this might be the game. Yeah, very well could I feel be. like we're saying that about everyone on the – hey, this could be the game. <laughs> everyone on the Browns. Mari Cooper, hey, they're at home. Yeah, they're at home. Oh, Mark let's Cooper's go, dude. <laughs> Come on. Oh, man. But uh, I'm going to go with the Ravens just as a safe pick. But, like, you can go with either one here. Uh, 
Yeah, Cleveland is favored by three at home, which pretty much puts them at dead even without the the home advantage. Uh, but yeah, it's a tough one. Yep. Yeah, the only way I think Cleveland wins is this is like the Peyton Hillis game, and that's not gonna Ooh. happen. So I'm going with Baltimore Ravens. I think both quarterbacks are banged up for the Ravens, though. I haven't seen what you said about oh, who Hundley. Brett Hundley. It might have been to the practice squad. They might have cut him. I, I don't know, but re- I've seen it. I know he got released like in August, but if they sign him again, I haven't seen that. I saw it the other day. But, Could um, be mistaken. I think they have, they have the rookie quarterback from Oregon, though. Okay. On their bench, who I don't think he's played at all. I think he got in a little bit because uh, Hundley, Tyler Hundley got hurt. I think his name is like Jack Johnson or something okay. like that. But anyways, I think both, you know, Huntley and Lamar obviously are, are banged up, which is a concern. But Baltimore defense is a little bit better than Cleveland's. So I'm going to roll with Baltimore. Like you mentioned, just haven't seen enough from Deshaun to confidently be able to take them here. I feel that. Agreed. All right, here we go. Here we go. You know what time it is. Saturday night football. Yeah, what about that? Uh, eight in, uh, eight fifteen kickoff, week 15, Miami Dolphins going to Buffalo to face the Bills. Uh, the temperature there is, like, expected to be below freezing. Dolphins don't do very well in cold games. That's why I put my jacket on. I got uh-huh. to feel the vibe with them. Uh, Buffalo is heavily favored over a touch on um, seven and a half points. Uh, minus 355 on money line over on their set of 42. Not expecting a lot of points here. Uh, I think it's going to be a tough game for both teams, especially. You have the Miami Dolphins who have gone in this two-game slide on the West Coast trip. And then you also have Buffalo Bills who just look like a shell of themselves as of late. And there's some things that they need to tighten up. You know, you do have the injury to uh, Josh Allen, you know, with the little UCL, Tommy John type of stuff. So... There's questions there. Running game can't get going for Buffalo either. So it does, in my head, in my bias head, uh, give the Dolphins a, some type of chance. But it's going to be tough. I'm going to go with the Dolphins. I think they do have a solid chance of winning this game. But it's really going to come down to whether or not they're able to produce enough offensively. Last couple of games, offense really hasn't been there. It hasn't been productive. Uh, not sure exactly what it is. It could be the coaching. It could be the execution, like I alluded to earlier. It could be just the players' play, injuries, whatever it may be. There needs to be a little bit more assurance there offensively, defensively. You can only do your job so much until it just starts piling up because you're on the field 24-7. Um, Chargers were on the field almost uh, two-thirds of the game. Mm. So it's not, it's not favorable for a defense. Oof. This, this is a, a really good game, really good game. Um... It's very tough for me to pick. I know you said, like, Dolphins don't really do so hot in the cold, but, like, this is a whole new Dolphins team. You know what I'm saying? You made a pun. <laughs> too, yeah. too hot in the cold. Yeah, you know, the heat. You know, they like it where the heat are. If you know ah. what I'm Anyways, uh, but, yeah, but, I mean, <laughs> this is a whole new team, so it's, like, hard to, like, base it off of, like, past stats from like probably the 90s 100%. when the bills were really good too mm-hmm. back then and stuff like that but like two tweeted hey it, it snows in alabama yeah so him and waddle mm. they, they played in snow i know tyreek's played in snow Mostert played at uh purdue so he's played in snow so i think they'll be all right offensively um but man the bills 
really need to win this game, as do the Dolphins. It's tough. For me, I, I feel like I got to go with the home team mm. just because I feel like it's going to be a gunslinging shootout, and I feel like Josh Allen at home has the upper hand. But I think it's going to – I feel like you should definitely take the over here. That's my point. You play. think? Even know. in the snow. I feel like it Seven might be Seven inches is what's projected, which isn't, like, realistically, it's not that crazy because – but it's going to be at nighttime, so, you know, the snow will start to pile up a little bit more. If, if it was, like, in the middle of the day, it would, you know, it'll start going down a bit. But, yeah, seven inches, I mean, it's not nothing really to play with. But at the same time, it's definitely going to probably slow the players down. Joey? Yeah, dude, seven inches of snow is not anything to play with. Well, let's make something perfectly clear to it, Tagovailoa. I know it snows in Alabama, but it does not snow like it does in Buffalo, yeah. okay? We saw the snow that happened in, with, with the Cleveland game. They had to go to freaking Detroit. Have you ever had to reschedule a game for Alabama because of snow? I don't think so. Um, I think you're running into a uh, really, really, really unfavorable matchup against the Buffalo Bills, especially with the weather, coming off a bad game, Tyreek with a shin injury. Although... Thank you very much, Tyreek Hill. You have secured me a playoff spot. I've never missed the playoffs in every year of this fantasy league, and I'm looking to retain my title. Um, need another good performance in the snow. Don't know if it's going to happen or not. I got Buffalo in, in this game simply because, you know, the Dolphins just, like, take everything you knew about the Dolphins and, like, throw it out the window because at this point they're, they're doubted, they're an underdog, and th they can mess around and, and lose the playoffs. Like, a shot at it, not make it. And that'll be terrible. Miami's going to play like their season's on the line because it damn well very much could be. Um, but I don't know if it'll be enough, especially in the cold weather. I'm going with Buffalo. Also, uh, Shout out to Buffalo Chips. Go ahead, uh, go ahead Chris. Uh, I was just going to add, also, it looked like Tyreek tweaked that, that ankle Yeah. Um, in the cold. Probably, yeah. probably going to hurt yeah. a little bit more, you know. Shorter week, six-day week. But, yeah. Yeah. We'll see. Uh, good news is Tyreek got lifted from questionable to healthy today, uh, so that's good. Uh, awesome. Dang, I forgot what I was going to reply to you about. But either way, it's it's going to be a tough game. Yeah, dude. Like, it's going to be a, there's get no your way popcorn around. ready. Oh, it's a must-win game for like both oh, teams. Oh, hell like, yeah, dude. Like, Buffalo wins this. It pretty much guarantees well, them the division and like pretty much well, either, anything up. Either way, the, the thing is for Buffalo, like they dropped this game like – yeah. There's still a game up on you guys mm -hmm. and everyone else in the division, and they're going to make the playoffs. Um, I don't know if they'll even get the number one seed if they win the division. Yeah. So for Buffalo, I feel like it's like the pressure's on, but not as much as it is for Tua and the Dolphins. Jets and Pats have easy opponents, too. They do. The so. schedule is not in the Dolphins' favor. No, not right no, now. No, Plus, I don't. Let's see what Mikey Daniel, Mikey know. McDaniel can do. You guys have been doing things in bunches, it seems like, this season. It's like you'll win three games. Lose two, yeah. two or three. You'll win four. You'll lose three. So, I don't know, man. If, if you guys continue on that same pattern, this might be another loss. Mm. I think they break the pattern. Uh, that's just me being biased. I know it's a Love tough to game. See it. Yeah, it's a tough game. I don't fault you guys for going with Buffalo, but I still have faith in this squad, and I think they can Good. do something with it. Uh, but so the one thing I want to also add is like to a practice with his uh, brother in Maryland in the offseason. Oh, like, uh, yeah, like and it was like 20 degrees and snowing and stuff like that. So like, I think he, he I think the the whole cold and and it's gonna be snowing narrative isn't gonna be anything too crazy. 
And if there's seven inches of snow on the ground, dude, it's definitely going to be a factor. Oh, for sure. Because like, you have a fast offense, and teams are, one, also figuring out how to, like, you know, pick and pop how where you're going offensively with the ball passing. So, you know, you the, know the running if, game needs to get established for it to be uh, well off for the Dolphins. Do you know if there's flurries expected during the game, like nah, for kickoff? Far into it. All right. We probably won't even know anyway, but if it's snowing during the game, another huge factor. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, because it's going to be like, the, the wind's going to be going. Yeah, it's, uh, it's going to be crazy. It's going to be like a snow globe. Let's talk about a game that is not weather affected. <laughs> it's in a dome. We have the Atlanta Falcons like versus the New Orleans Saints. <laughs> yeah, that one is shaped like a snow globe. Uh, we have the Atlanta Falcons versus New Orleans Saints, NFC South, uh, divisional matchup. This is a must-win game for the Falcons. They, uh, they still have a shot at the division, but it's getting out of reach. You can pretty much almost count New Orleans out, especially if they keep rolling Andy Dalton out there. Uh, I think Ritter's expected to start this one, right? Yeah. So, uh, ah, it's tough. I haven't fully made the decision, but right now I'm leaning towards Atlanta at the moment. I feel like this is the hardest game to pick all week <laughs> when you're just looking at all this, like the whole slate of games. Yeah, there's a few you can This is like a right tough one. Not because both teams are good, but just because both teams are like not great. Lacking players, injuries, yada, yada, yada. And still have a I, shot at the yeah, division, too. Yeah, somehow still have a shot at the division. It's weird but that how important this 5-8 and eight versus 4-9 and nine game could be. Yeah. Um, I don't even know who to pick here. It's so weird. I think I'm going to have to go with the Saints. I really do. Um, we can't count out that they have <laughs> Alvin Kamara and, you know, Taysom Hill needs to get going and – like you said, Andy Dalton's their quarterback right now, but like the fact that they're not putting in Jameis Winston is horrible, and I think that they're going to forever regret that decision. He probably will request a trade, try to get out of there in the offseason. Just because he feels disrespected, and I would too, but I think I'm going with uh, Nola. I'm going with DJ's boys. Who that? Who that? I'm going to agree. I'm going to take the home team again. I'm going to go with the Saints. Um, yeah, rookie quarterback. Best wide receivers are rookie as well. It's hard for me to think that they're probably on the same page. And he gets a win in his first start. To me, that's unlikely, especially against a good football team like the Saints at home. So I'm going to roll. I'm going to roll with the Saints. Hopefully they get a win to keep uh, their playoff chances alive, which technically they're still, you know, still alive. Um, still alive. Yeah, yeah, they're still alive. <laughs> I know. I agree. I don't know if Dalton is the answer, but I'm not sure if Jameis is either. He definitely makes things more exciting, though. That's for sure. Yeah, and he's. I don't know. If you if you give me the option of having Jameis Winston or Andy Dalton as my quarterback, I'm going Jameis Winston without even thinking about it twice. Like, if if you're having the the Madden Ultimate Team, you know, fantasy draft or whatever with the three cards on the screen, and you have Andy Dalton and Jameis Winston. And some other scrub in there. I'm going. I'm going. Jameis Winston all day. I don't even care. Yeah, Jameis airs out the ball. He gives you as much as he gives you a lot of chances to win. He does also give you a lot of chances to lose. Yeah. But Andy Dalton hasn't really been doing much as of late, and that's what's like really pushing me away from the Saints. But I could easily switch this over to the Saints. But for right now, I'm gonna stick with the Falcons. Just one go against you guys, and just try to extend that lead, and also probably hopefully uh, take a, a jump on Steve. 
Uh, Steve hasn't made his pick yet, so Steve, go with the Saints so we can be different on this one. <laughs> but I could easily switch this at game time. This is more of like one of those type of fields that's going at game time. But, uh, Chris, who we got next? Oof, tough game for uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars who are at home against the Cowboys. Yeehaw. Cowboys, ah, man. Tony Pollard really screwed me out of a big parlay this past weekend, so I'm kind of butthurt about that. But I'm still going to probably ride with the Cowboys on the road. I don't know. It's tough. Jacksonville looks great some weeks and looks like crap in other weeks. Um, but I'm going to take, take the Cowboys just because I think they're the better team. And, yeah, just they are the better team. So I think, it's, I think they get this win. I agree with you. I'm going with the Cowboys as well. As much as they looked like a pretty bad team last week against the uh, Houston Texans, almost allowing the Texans to win, having to need a miraculous uh, game-winning drive to settle that game. It was uh, very unfortunate. By the way, that Atlanta game was the first game of the 1 o'clock window for those of you guys who stuck around. Uh, but, yeah, this, uh, this Dallas Cowboys team, I think last week they got a little too comfortable. They were expected to win by 17, barely won by three. So, uh, you know, that that is concerning. They're facing a, a rising team in the Jacksonville Jaguars, and it's going to be quite the challenge, I think a little bit more challenging than the Texans were last week. But uh, two back-to-back weeks against the AFC South should be interesting. I think uh, Jacksonville does pose a threat. But at the end of the day, ja- uh, Dallas Cowboys squeak out a win. Yeah, I mean, here's the deal. Dallas – Looking great all year. This all this Odell Beckham Jr. nonsense got thrown in the middle of it. I think it did. And I feel like it just kind of like, what's even happening with that? He's saying that he, I heard today that he might even just wait until the free agency, come in and go to a new team. And then he I said on the shop that he doesn't even see the point of playing in the regular season. What the hell's that about, man? I don't know. This whole Odell Beckham Jr. thing completely overshadowed what the Cowboys have right now, and I feel like they got a pretty damn good team um, that could go on a serious run here, and it's going to be interesting when they play the Philadelphia Eagles here in a couple of weeks. But this game against Jacksonville is also very interesting considering the fact that they had a really close game against the Houston Texans, who are probably the worst team in the league. Um, I feel like they get a bounce-back win, and uh, the defense has another good performance. I know that they got... Scored on quite a bit last week, but they were they were having a good game, you know, sacks and picks and stuff like that. Trey Diggs got a late pick. Um, well, he didn't get credited for the pick. Really? Yeah, the, the game winning pick. No, he didn't get credit for that. It. Sucks. <laughs> oh well. Um, have their defensive fantasy need a great performance. Other than that, uh, I don't I don't think Jacksonville really stands a chance. But we also saw Dallas not perform well last week, so anything can happen. But I'm going with the Cowboys. Yep, Cowboys are on the board for all of us. One thing I want to add is uh, Joey is our official OBJ watcher, and uh, <laughs> he updates us week to week on OBJ. But uh, did yeah, you, did you see who they signed though? Real no. quick, the Cowboys. Oh, T-Y. oh yes, yeah. Ty. I mentioned that. Yeah, Ty Hilton, huge. Uh, not a huge addition, but it's definitely like one. There's depth, <laughs> and then two. It's uh, also just. You know, a stud guy, guy who comes into the locker room, you don't need to really tell him much. Yeah. That he knows everything pretty much about the game. So, uh, good addition by them, especially in the wake of all this OBJ stuff. Mm-hmm. And back to the OBJ stuff. <laughs> <laughs> One last thing is, uh, yeah, like, <laughs> off season is, like, where I kind of put him at, like, 
joining a team, right? Right. I don't and like if he does join a team, it's like right before the playoffs, just so he can be on the roster for the playoffs. But like, that's no just not teams. fair. Yeah. Why isn't there a trade deadline in the or like like a, a like, a, like a signing deadline in the NFL? The like one, you should not be able to scoop a player right before you're about to go on a playoff run. That's ridiculous yeah. to me. I mean, unless like there should, I don't know. To put, to put a tag on Odell Beckham Jr. say that he's different than any other wide receiver that you could sign to a practice squad or anything like that is kind of ridiculous and absurd. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I just don't feel like, like teams should be able to add people like that it, like in the postseason or towards like late in the year. There's I, never anybody like Odell that's a I agree. I agree. You know Especially at this They're time of the year, team. too. I, yeah. But like we've, we've, seen, we've seen weirder things happen. Like ugh, I don't even know. Just Gronk coming through halfway through the year for for yeah. Tampa a couple years ago was kind of BS. I don't know. I just feel like there's definitely instances that can happen in the future that they might need to look at this problem and maybe prevent it. But the NFL officiating and the rules have a lot more stuff on their plate than <laughs> what's going on with Odell Beckham Jr. and is having wanting to not play and not and or to play. I don't yeah. even know anymore. I got you. Uh, Make up your mind, Odell. <laughs> Why don't you take us to this next game, Joey? Yeah, let's do it. Um. The other team I've been riding with, the Jets, are hosting the Detroit Lions. Who are on fire. Yeah, they're on fire. Just got a big win against the Minnesota Vikings. Prevented them from winning the division last week. Um, I really need a Jets win so that they can go to 6-8. and And then once we play that game, who knows? Packers win out. Lions maybe win out after this game. We could both be sitting at eight losses. Might get flexed to a Sunday night. Might get flexed to a 4 o'clock. Time's not set. That could be a win in your end scenario if the chips fall into place. But we need a lot of help. And it starts here with uh, the Jets. Not sure about Mike White with the whole scenario there. Hopefully he can get the go. But I'm going with the New York Jets. And uh, let's get something going. I don't know if it's Flacco or whatever, but I I know that Wilson was promoted to number two. I don't know how I feel about that. Garrett Wilson's been doing great with anybody not named Zach Wilson, so hopefully that's not the case and Mike White can get the go and get a win. Oof. I'm going to go with the Lions, actually. Yeah, I wouldn't uh, doubt it. As far as I know, Mike White is questionable, I think, still. He, he hurt his ribs, and like you mentioned, so if he's out, I'm definitely going to ride with the Lions, who have won the last two while the Jets have lost the last two. Uh, Jared Goff looked pretty good last week. He threw three touchdowns, and once again, Detroit Lions are one of the best teams against the spread, Yep, just like last year. Nice. Uh, yeah, I'm going with the Lions as well, as much as uh, I'm all aboard the Mike White train. Mm. Injuries is setting that back, and then on top of that, uh, I just think this Lions team is on fire, like I alluded to when yeah. you're introing them. So. I think the Jets are running into the Lions at the wrong time. It's a pick 'em game in terms of uh, betting, both on the yeah, spread money are. line, over under set at 44 and a half. So, I mean, even Vegas thinks you can go either way with this game. Uh, the injuries is definitely something to be concerned with. The Wilson to Wilson connection is yeah, not there. Dude, no, so, not. if he's the one getting the go, then ooh, 100% switch over to the, the Lions. We'll welcome in you with uh, warm arms. Yeah, I would love to see a, a Jets win against the Lions. Hey, man, I know Detroit has the hot hand and they got all the momentum in the world and stuff, but they can fall off a cliff at any moment. This is the Detroit Lions. True. Yep, it's true. 100%. I agree with you. Uh, all right, we're going to make this one hopefully very quick, but yeah, let me introduce it so real quick. Easy. We have the Kansas City Chiefs versus the Houston Texans. 
Let me set it up, boys. Give me one second and three, two, one. Cheers. 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 Kansas City. Yep. Oh, oh. Sure stick in the mud. Which uh, which state is it in? Missouri or Kansas? It's in Kansas. Are you sure? Positive. Joey? Fuck. <laughs> it's in Missouri, dude. Where is it? Kansas City, Missouri. Yeah, it's not in Kansas. What the hell? You're throwing everybody off here. Come it is, now, it is in Missouri. Like the, it's in Missouri. It's, it's, a, it's a city that borders both states, but like the more favorable area, the word of Kansas City is like, more so, uh, like the Chiefs themselves, they're more so dedicated towards the Missouri area. Uh, but yep. hey, tough. Uh, it's gonna be tougher <laughs> for the the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, Fourteen on the spread, <laughs> money line minus a thousand for the Chiefs. I mean, like, yeah, everything's going that way. But they almost lost a big game to the Denver Broncos last week, and what? Uh, that uh, that is into question at the moment. Uh, the Broncos season. I mean, it's over, but it's in question, especially the quarterback position. But uh, Chris, why don't you take us to this next game? Oh man. Oh man, what? The twelve and one Eagles going to the Chicago. <laughs> this is gonna be a rough one for us. We're we're pretty banged up, you know. Um, this might be one of the easiest games to pick. Of the year, unfortunately. You're going to make it difficult? Man said of the year. Not even of the week. Of the but year. The real question is, is he going to make it difficult for himself on the pick? I've been I've been riding with my guys. I think I think Philly's a nine-point favorite or yep. something like that. Buddy, you know what to do here, but I don't know if you have the strength to do it. <laughs> <laughs> I totally understand that. Yeah, it's tough. It's tough. Man. I feel you. I think you can do it. Though. We're coming off a bye, but... Uh, <laughs> Boy's trying to come out strong. <laughs> I, I need I need to win. I keep taking them and keep taking L's. I, I'm hoping we uh, we don't win this one because it does not matter at all for us. Uh, the Eagles kind of matters for them, I guess. You know, Dallas could potentially maybe come back. They want to get the number one spot. So I'm going to take the Eagles, long story short. Yeah. It sucks did picking you against your team. What's up? Did you hear that? I did not. Oh, him pick, the, him pick against his team? You know, it happens. I did it uh, against the Cowboys. Kind of worked in our favor. Yeah, is he is he doing the reverse reverse psychology? psychology. (laughs) Gotta think. You know, pick against them, they win, and it's a loss you'll love. But I don't know if that's the case for this game because the birds are looking really good at twelve and one. Need them to secure the first round by in the playoff spot. Lock that up real quick. Need it to be done. Don't want to say anything more, but uh, the boys need the Eagles to clinch the first round by and, and do it quickly. Well, you heard it from Joey and Chris. Uh, Eagles are pretty much the, the odds on favor, minus nine on spread, minus four, 4.30 on money line, over under set at 48 and a half. Yeah, I mean, not that they're the easy pick, but, you know, they're the more surefire pick of the two. And uh, I'm going to just keep it moving to this next game. We have the Pittsburgh Steelers. Versus the Carolina Panthers. Carolina had an amazing win last week. You know, uh, a lot of people thought they were kind of down and out, you know, especially with Sam Darnold being in the mix. And then uh, they just come out running all through the Seattle Seahawks defense. And uh, Pittsburgh, you know, they lost Kenny Pickett last week, which was very unfortunate for them. 
Uh, not positive on his status for this game. He's out. He's out. He, All right. He has a concussion, so he's out. I'm okay, that's sure. his second concussion of the year, by the way. Yeah, which yeah. is kind of scary. Yeah. So uh, Kenny Pickett's out with his second concussion of the year. Not favorable for the Steelers. I mean, they do have a pretty decent guy in uh, Mitch Trubisky starting there, but at the end of the day, I think this Carolina Panthers team is finding their way to success. It's not necessarily saying that they're going to 100% win this game. Uh, they're barely favored at home, minus two and a half over under uh, set at 37 and a half. Money line minus 40 Carolina. I'm going with the Panthers. They're all done favorite. I like the favorite here. So let me rock with them. Chris? Oh, man. All right. I'm going to take the road team on this one. And I'm going to take the Pittsburgh Steelers. I think they're the better overall team if everybody plays well. Um, I think Mitch Trubisky is better than quarterback than anybody that plays for the Panthers, and that's not saying much because he stinks. Um, but Mark's been telling me at work to hammer Kenny Pickett. Not Kenny Pickett. Uh, Pickens touchdown, George Pickens. So, uh, you know, if you want to take his advice, that's his gambling advice lately. Uh, but I'm going to take Pittsburgh on the road in this one. I just, I don't know. I think it's a toss-up. I think it's a, a pick em game. Carolina's you know, been decent lately, but um, I'm going to take the Steelers getting a win on the road here. I'm going to have to agree with you, Chris. Um, oh, you flip-flop here. I did flip-flop just now. Um, in my head, I'm thinking, like, you know, the Panthers went out, they win the division, and then they make the playoffs. Yeah, it sounds like too good to be true. Don't think it's going to happen. I think they get a spoiler win sooner or later in between one of these last couple of games. And... I kind of like what Pittsburgh has going with their offense. They're kind of starting to get Najee Harris involved. Thank you. I mean, late, but where the hell have you been? Um, should have happened sooner in the year, but that's besides the point. I think that the Steelers can get an upset win here. It's weird to call it an upset at two, five, and eight teams, but the Panthers have a lot to play for, and Pittsburgh mm-hmm. doesn't really have a lot to play for. So, I don't know. I think they can play spoiler. The one thing Pittsburgh can play for is uh, remaining on the – like staying away from having a losing season guaranteed, mm. uh, which would be the first in Tomlin's career as a head coach. Uh, so, you know, that is one thing that I think they're playing for, and that's been mm-hmm. a pretty big storyline. It's like Definitely. the entire season is like, oh, Tomlin's ever had a losing season. And they even said that when, like, Big Ben went down and uh, with mm-hmm. his Tommy Jones. Yep, injury. last year and stuff like that. Yeah, so those, those are things that, you know, the Pittsburgh Steelers are fighting internally for, but at – at the end of the day, they're not really fighting for much. They do, they're do. they still mathematically alive, but they need everyone to lose, and they need to win out. So I think their uh, their season, unfortunately, ends here in Carolina. But uh, I just like the energy that Steve Wilkes brings to that Carolina team. Yeah, for sure. You know, and I think they found the right system to run, which is literally just run the shit out of the ball, You know, make Sam Donald have to throw those three to five <laughs> imp- crucial throws. You know, have clutch plays by the wide receivers would then get the ball. I think I think they're trending upwards. Any, anyways, two teams that are trending really downwards. I mean, really, really downwards. We yeah, have the Arizona Cardinals and the Denver Broncos. I believe this is the first game of the four o'clock window. Yes, it is. And uh, it's tough. These both teams not looking good. Four and nine. Arizona Cardinals three and ten. Denver Broncos. Russell Wilson almost died on the field. Kyler Murray. <laughs> Broke his leg. Did die on the field. <laughs> he tore his ACL. Uh, not laughing at the injury, just laughing. Uh, I don't know, whatever. It just sucks that he got hurt. Uh, but 
this is tough. I mean, you can't really go wrong with picking either one. Uh, it seems like I'm against against everyone here, which is a little bit weird. But uh, I'm gonna ride with the Arizona Cardinals. Ooh. I think Cole McCoy is gonna be better than uh, Ripken or whatever his name is for the uh, Denver Ripken. Broncos. Yeah. All right, I mean, I'm going to guess I'm just going to go with the home team here. Like you mentioned, both quarterbacks went down, so good luck picking this one. Uh, Picking the home team, flip a coin, bet the tie, bet the under. This game sucks. Good luck. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's no question. This game sucks, and it's going to suck. Maybe a good week for uh, DeAndre Hopkins. I don't know. Secondary for the Broncos is pretty good, but – yeah, this game sucks. I think I'm going to go with the team with the better record, uh, barely with the better record, and that's the Arizona Cardinals. I like D-Hop. Colt McCoy's a vet. So I think we can go in there and take care of business. Yeah, that's like really what kind of eluded me going with the Cardinals, I think. One, they already had more time with Colt McCoy. At right. Back. So I, I think Arizona currently sits at a better spot than the Denver Broncos. Uh, but maybe this uh, you know, new quarterback filling in for uh, – Russell Wilson changes the dynamic of that Denver Broncos offense, and they start getting onto a little roll. Too little, too late, but at least there'll be something there for them. Uh, Chris, anything else you want to add, or you gooch? No, uh, this, this this game's game hard to pick. <laughs> it's just real hard to pick. The next game's kind of hard to pick too. Yeah, what and game I mean, is that? you're gonna see line movements in both of these games, I think. But you have the New England Patriots going to the Las Vegas Las Vegas Raiders. Um, it's a good game. Uh, there's an interesting storyline. Josh McDaniels is facing Bill Belichick yes. for the first time uh, since he left. So that should be, you know, pretty cool to see. Raiders just blew a pretty big lead. I'm going to take the Patriots on the road in this one. Um, it's another 4-5 game. Probably not going to watch this one. Yeah, uh, this game sucks. The only time uh, I'll probably watch this game would probably be when it flips between the red zone. I don't know. All these late window 4 o'clock games have been really mediocre this year, and it's kind of been pissing me off. But at the same time, we don't know. Like, this Derek Carr and uh, Devontae Adams could be pissed off and come out explosive and put on a show, or it could be boring as hell. Um, But I think I'm going to go with Vegas simply because – uh is my boy and I, I know they lost to the the Rams last week, but if they're not mathematically eliminated, I think they'll still give it their all. Yeah, this one's tough. As much as uh I want the Raiders to beat the Patriots just to set them back as much as possible. I have no faith in them. They lose leads, they you know, just can't close out games as much as they want to. Uh, Patriots, you know, were able to close out the game against the Cardinals last uh, Monday, but same time, you literally had Kyler Murray for one drive. So I wouldn't say necessarily they had a tough fight, but they were uh, Cardinals were thrown into an uncomfortable situation, so uh, Patriots benefited. It's a pick 'em game on terms of uh, gambling, both on the spread money line, uh, over under set at 44 and a half. Ah, tough, 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 tough. I'm going to go with the home team for the time being, but very well could flip-flop at any given moment. I just – this one, this is one of those games that you just have no idea who's going to win. And at the end of the day, it's, uh, it's going to be tough. 
All right, let's go to the next game. We have the Cincinnati Bengals versus the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Tampa not looking good right now. Uh, lost their second straight? No. Tampa? No, I think they just lost one straight right now. I think it's their second straight. No, no, because they had their comeback win against uh, the Saints, and oh, then, they, yep. and then okay. they lost really bad. I'm mistaken. Sorry, yeah. Tampa Bay. Yeah, you're good. And then they lost really bad in one of the three bays in the NFL, <laughs> San Francisco Bay. Yes. <laughs> uh, Cincinnati is a hotter team right now. You got to rock with them, honestly, in my opinion. But what do you guys got? Um, I think I'm definitely going with Cincinnati. Yeah, uh, the Buccaneers, I don't really know what to say with them anymore. They don't have the momentum in their division. I can't count out Tom Brady. But I like Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase. I'm going to go with them. They got the better record. They got they got a lot higher hopes and the visions a lot more clear than the Buccaneers. And I think that that ultimately leads me to pick the the, the Bengals. Nice. I think we're all taking the Bengals. Yeah. Uh, as far as everybody that's got their picks in so far, this is Wednesday, so there's still a lot of time mm -hmm. uh, for everybody else to get their picks in. Uh, it's the best team against the spread going against the worst team against the spread. Which which do you think is which? Uh, Tampa is the best against the spread. You think? Tampa's I, I was the thinking best? Cincinnati is the best against the spread. Joey's right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So since he's the best team against the spread, Tampa's been the worst against the spread, which is kind of surprising. But Tampa has probably been favored in a lot of these games. That's, and that too. Yeah. Yeah, we kind of you know have seen them fall pretty short lately and right. they're not scoring any points at all really at all and I warned a lot of my f friends about this because a lot of my friends like Tampa uh, you know shout out Sean who shout out listens. to Sean uh, my buddy Phil is also a huge Tampa as, as well as many other friends of mine but I warned them of this like Tom Brady and this team like you sold your soul you won that championship, and then they're going to fall off, and then they're going to expect Tom Brady to lead them back, and eventually mm. he's not going to be able to. Um, they're going to lose another game here and be two games under five hundred. Still might win the division, but not looking great for Tampa Bay fans. Real quick, I don't want to say that they sold their soul for a championship. Yeah. They're not the Rams. They're not the yeah, Rams. Yeah, they sold their soul. Yeah, the Rams. The whole team's hurt. Well, so, you can't, so the Rams. You yeah, can't like, predict that. Yeah, you can't Come predict on. Injuries. On top of that, like, yeah, it's just like you you can only sustain success for such a long time. I don't think they sold their soul for it. It's only been two years. All right, well, let, let, let's make something perfectly clear. <laughs> the Buccaneers are a team that have been riddled with injuries, and they aren't playing great football. Sorry, it happens. To say that they've sold their soul for a championship might be a little bit ridiculous right now, but hey. Come this offseason, Tom Brady's a free agent. He dips out of out of Buccaneers, out of Tampa. He, they might have sold their soul for a championship. Chris can mess around and be right here. Let's not let's not you know premeditate this if they sold their soul for a championship because we don't know yet. We don't know if they have, but uh, th th something's not clicking there. I don't know. I don't know what the deal is. I, I just don't know. I don't know. The one thing I got to say is, like, it's the first year under Todd Bowles being the head coach there. That's very Bruce true. Bruce Arians still has a fingerprint there. Like, he's still within the building. So, like, it's not like – I don't – I think the whole situation is scuffed in Tampa. Like, it's it's not going to be easy for them to make the playoffs, first of all. They're going to go in with a losing record. Second of all, they're just, like, there's confusion there in, in the front office, in the, in the coaching staff, in the players themselves, too, especially with injuries. So – 
you know, it's going to be a tough road for Tampa. I do think they still end up they're winning this division, but it's literally going to come down to the last three games, and they're going to fi- have to find a way in. But, uh, yeah, I mean, Cincinnati, easy easy pick here. Anything else you want to add on, Chris? No, I agree. I think Cincinnati's the easy pick as well. For sure. What do you got for this next game? This one's tough. This one's really tough. Uh, two seven and six teams playing each other. You got Tennessee Titans going to Los Angeles to play the Chargers. Ah, oh, man. This is tough because they're both similar, but I think – what we saw last week with Herbert and the Chargers was Herbert finally saying that he's starting to feel a bit more healthy. Mm-hmm. The first two weeks of this season, we saw Herbert take some massive hits. Broke his rib. Broke ribs, got hurt. I think he messed up like his leg at one point, too. I'm going to take the Chargers at home. I think Herbert is is getting healthy, like I've mentioned. He's getting his wide receivers back, and he's getting more more time with them. And it would it's I need I need them to win to keep uh, the Jags' hopes alive too. I believe okay. so. As long as Derrick Henry doesn't run all over them, I think the Chargers should win this one. Cause you think the Jags have a chance of winning the division? Is that why? They could still come back. It, it could still happen. It's going to be tough. I mean, what, uh, Titans are 7-6, and six, Jaguars are 5-8. and eight. So it's not far off, but I don't know. I think Tennessee wins this game. I think they get really? back to, you know, running the ball very efficiently. What happened? Oh, no. I was, I was like, really? No. Yeah. No, Tennessee, I think, uh, you know, they've been on this two-game slide and in terms of power rankings and all that stuff. If any of you guys look at that type of stuff, mm-hmm. they literally – moved up in spots, which is weird. Like, you move up spots when you're losing games. That's, that's just showing, like, how good of a team they are. Um, I think they just need to get better at play calling, as pretty much as is. Uh, the defense is always going to be good there for Tennessee. It really just comes down to how good they are offensively, and you can say that for a lot of teams. Uh, but, yeah, just stick to running the ball with Derrick Henry, and you'll be all right. You just need those couple of plays from Tannehill, like I've been saying all season, just – Pound the ball, give it a ten every now and then to make a decent play, and then that's pretty much it. Yeah, I mean, uh, uh, this is hard, hard game to pick here. Yeah, premeditated. I don't know. I picked the Titans right now, but I think I'm going with the Chargers, especially after what I saw against the Dolphins. I don't know. Like like Chris alluded to, he's getting in sync with his receivers. They're coming back. Shout out to Mike Williams. Um, you know, Austin Eckler is a beast. They got something going despite all the injuries that they have. And and I think I like that. And I'm riding with the Bolts. I'm riding with the Chargers. Um, aside from Derrick Henry, I don't really trust anybody else on that offense. So that's, that's that. And I'm going, and I'm going with the Chargers and maybe they make things interesting down the stretch and pull out a playoff appearance. They very well could. What we got for this next game, Joey? We have the New York football giants are traveling to Washington in a huge game. Um, both 7-5-1. and one, Their ties come against one another. So this is huge. Not only is it huge for, um, I guess, the division. I mean, not really. They're not going to take Philadelphia. But it's huge for the NFC in that final playoff spot, that 7th and 6th seed, because Washington is currently at the 
Hmm, I don't even know. They're at the sixth or seventh seed or something like that, but they're in. I know they're in, and the Giants are a bubble team. So it's it, it's getting it's getting weird. But I think Washington ultimately pulls it out. Sorry, Paca. Going to have to go with uh, Washington. Giants have lost six of the last seven games. It's not looking very pretty for the Giants. They peaked at the wrong time. They're slumping at the wrong time. I hope they prove me wrong and get a win here. But for the Packers' sake, I think that the Giants are most likely the team to fall off out of all the other teams in front of us. So I'm going with the Commanders. Yeah, it's, it's hard to go against you on that in terms of standings. Dallas is a fifth seed, Washington is a sixth seed, and New York is a seventh seed. Yes. Uh, win ties, uh, wins tiebreaker over New York Giants based on best win percentage in divisional games. Yeah. Uh, so that's Washington, why they're over. Uh, New York, uh, tough. I agree with you. Giants peaked at the wrong time, yeah. but they still have a chance to turn things a little bit more around. Uh, they... Like the Titans, to establish a run game yeah. as much as possible. You have a beast in Saquon Barkley and just use have. him the wheels fall off, essentially. Uh, and it sucks because that's pretty much the narrative for good running backs. You just use them and abuse them and then like, get rid of them when you're done with them. But it is what it is. That's the story of the NFL. Mm-hmm. Uh, but run, life of a running back. Yep, literally. Uh, I'm going to go with the that Commanders, though. I just think they're, they're the better team. They've been the better team throughout the season. Unfortunately, when they played each other last time, they weren't the better team. Neither one was the better team at the end of the day. Uh, what do you got here, Chris? I'm going to disagree. I think the Giants are the better wow, team. okay. Um, I think Dable is a better coach. I'm going to take the Giants. Uh, like you guys have said, yeah, they've struggled. But I think they're going to get motivated here to, with a nice – a nice win. It'll be worth a lot because, like you mentioned, the last one was a tie, so that's kind of a wash um, as far as you know divisional games are go. So I'm gonna take the Giants on the road against the Commanders. There you go. Shout out to Paca. All right. Well, your game. Here we are, Monday Night Football, live from legendary Lambeau Field, the Frozen Tundra. Is going to be rocking December 19th. There might be a little bit of snow on the ground, too, when we host Baker Mayfield and the Los Angeles Rams. A little weird to say Baker Mayfield and Los Angeles Rams, but shout-out to Baker. Had a great uh, comeback performance against the Raiders, clutched it up, and won the game. Is it going to be a bake show in Lambeau? Could be. Could be. I don't know what to expect from the Packers this year. We've been pretty much off and on. I mean, Aaron Rodgers said this, and it's like, yeah, no shit, but it's kind of an obvious quote. It's pretty relatable. We, this team can beat any team, and this team can lose to any team. But it's very true. We've beaten teams like the Cowboys, like the Buccaneers, who, I mean, the Buccaneers aren't very good, but still, it's Tom Brady at the end of the day. Uh, we don't have many losses. We have five, or wins, I should say, but we do have a lot of losses. I don't know. I feel like we pulled this game out. We got to go on a run here, run the table, so to speak. And if we have any hope in a playoff um, appearance, schedule does not look very easy. This is probably the easiest game remaining because after this we have Dolphins on Christmas Day, Minnesota at home, and the Lions at home to close out the year. So a lot of stuff needs to fall in our favor. I think it starts here with a big win against the Rams. Going with the Packers, um, I this, this game makes me very nervous, though, especially after the performance Baker had uh, against the Raiders. Yeah, it's it's an interesting matchup. I'll let Chris speak real quick. I could not 
hate a game more than I hate this game. <laughs> <laughs> Freaking Baker Mayfield playing the Packers. Yeah, this game stinks. We're, so far, out of everybody um, that I've talked to, I don't think they, they believe Baker replicates what he did last week twice. Um, I think if I was betting Aaron Rodgers versus Baker Mayfield, mm-hmm. even if he's been with this team all year, I'm still taking Aaron Rodgers, so I'm taking the Packers at home. Don't care about this game. Hopefully the Bulls play on, and I can just watch that instead. Loser. <laughs> 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 oh, oh, dude. Anyways, uh, yeah, no, Baker Mayfield had a little bit more adequate time to prepare for this game, unlike last week's, which was an amazing comeback. And uh, just salute to that. Me and Joey were watching it, and mm-hmm. I was just like, <laughs> man, like, it would be pretty good to take the Rams money line. Cause Literally like, right before the game, yeah. we're like, should we take Rams money line? And they're like, you think the you think the Rams got a chance if Baker plays? I'm like, yes, 100. percent Did not doubt it for a second. Yeah. yeah. So like, I was just like, the only thing that set me back from like actually like switching over to the Rams last week was the fact that Baker didn't start, and then he ended up getting the game. Didn't look fantastic, but didn't look horrible either. And then ended up producing yeah. a game uh, game winner, uh, two touchdowns in the fourth quarter that literally blew up the entire SoFi Stadium. It was crazy. That's a, that's a that's a Death Star moment right yeah. there. That's a Death Star moment. <laughs> Joey and his Death Star moment. Got to talk about that. Hey, every player needs one. Baker got one there on Thursday night. Wasn't very crucial or anything, but it's one that we're all going to remember, and he's going to live on for infamy from it. Not saying he's going to be a Hall of Famer or whatever, but, hey, we're always going to remember that Baker Mayfield Thursday night game where he came in on two days, didn't know the playbook, and got a W. Shout out to Baker Mayfield. <laughs> as much as you're shout, shouting him out, you hope to, that you guys be Yeah, it, it, it's over this week, though, buddy. <laughs> Don't let this dude know the playbook because we saw how that happened. So we'll, we'll see what happens here. But, uh, yeah, I, I do not want to see you get a win this week. I think, I think him knowing the playbook is going to be, like, something against him. Cause, like, oh, yeah. He was so loose and, like, just, like, all right, this is He'll psych himself out. He'll be yeah. like, oh, you were supposed to run a freaking go. And yeah. he's like, no, I was not. Like, yeah. I was supposed to whatever. For sure. I'm going to go with the Green Bay Packers. Uh, they are favored here, minus 7, minus 320 money line. And then uh, over under set at 39.5. I think it might go over, but depending on the weather conditions, yeah. that's like a game time decision on that type of bet. But, you know, anything could happen in this game. It's going to be unfortunate if the Packers do fall out of the playoff contention because mm-hmm. they're trailing the Detroit Lions. Yes. Uh, they're one, ga- uh, two games, one game behind them. Then uh, there's Seattle with seven and six. Then there's the seven seed New York Giants and Washington Commanders at seven, five, and one. So whoever wins that game knocks the yeah. other guy out. Unless they end up with another tie, yeah. which could very well happen. Who knows? We don't know what's going to happen. This game yeah. is so up in the air. It's ridiculous, <laughs> especially with this Packers team. I don't even know what to expect from them. Hopefully they turn it around, get a get a great game going, blow out. One thing I will allude to before we go, um, wear my Devondre Campbell jersey because he's back from injury. Hey, As are uh, – shout out to 239, shout out to Fort Myers, shout out to Cypress Lake High School. Um, a lot of – all of our players that were banged up, hurt, Romeo Dobbs, whatever, played practice this week, they're going to go. Bakhtiari, obviously the knee has been questionable since the start of the season – we don't know what's going to happen there. Hopefully he goes and he had some sort of surgery. Appendicitis? Yeah, appendicitis. Um, so hopefully he's a go. 
But this is going to be huge to see if uh, Dobbs and Watson can remain on the same field for the remainder of the season. And I, I can't wait to see it happen. It's. I think honestly, you guys might have got the buy at the perfect time, like in retrospect. That's a. Ooh. Yeah, that that's definitely debatable. Debatable, definitely debatable. I personally would have liked it after England. I feel like that could have changed the whole outlook on the season. Instead of being in a hole right now and having to dig ourselves out, maybe we could have done that earlier on in week seven. I don't know, but uh, I feel like the buy right now, like you said, we had a lot of injured players. Helped us. Rogers thumb, no tape on it. Ribs feeling great. Could he go on a run back against the wall? Highly freaking improbable route to the playoffs. I feel like we've seen this before. I kind of like it. I kind of like this uh, little script here in Rogers, so it should be interesting. But that pretty much wraps up this week 15 game picks. Anything else you guys want to touch on before we head out? Uh, go 49ers. <laughs> Need you guys to come through tomorrow night on Thursday Night Football. And uh, let's get it. Let's run the table part two. Bears trying to get their seventh loss in a row. Ten out of the last 11. Pretty rough Taken out. for the two. It's pretty, pretty rough <laughs> out here, eh? Pretty rough. And we got the Dolphins. Pretty much must-win situation yes. in Buffalo. So hopefully that goes well. But like I said, that wraps it up. Thank you guys for watching. And we'll catch you guys next week. Peace. Peace out.